Robot. <laughs> robot is here to announce the very first round of the draft math ever of all time. We've got a very exciting Mountain West showdown for you guys today. We got the very first, the pilot episode guest of the podcast. We got 030328 going what up again. What up? <laughs> He'll be taking on Sophie today from season four. And uh, yeah, I, I totally, I, I don't like dropping the streaming numbers, except I'm gonna because I like dropping the streaming numbers. But two two of the more streamed episodes here. So these, this is this is a real all-star matchup here. Oh shit, so. you're going down, baby. <laughs> so you know, I'm bringing I'm bringing the American pride this time. I gotta defend my country. Your fellow Americans. <laughs> I almost so when I was making the the regions of this bracket, you guys can see they're actually based geographically, which I'm super proud of that that worked out. But like, I almost said fuck it and made Sophie play Shroom in round one just because I wanted to get. I, I needed the least possible chance of a non American winning this bracket, basically. <laughs> 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 because this is round one i'll go ahead and like look you guys have probably listened to the podcast you probably know how this works but in case you haven't basically where you have a draft topic today today it's going to be rivalries it'll be different for every single round we're going to go back and forth uh just taking turns from picks one through five we're going to assemble each team's going to assemble a uh, draft of five things in that category and then you guys are going to vote on, on vote on them. And I've been drinking a little bit. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> you guys are going to vote on them. And then whichever one wins, wins. And uh, there's there's money and shit. Yeah. That's a, about as good of an overview of this as you guys are going to get. So the only thing that's a little different on the podcast, obviously, because I was participating in all of them, I gave my guests the first round pick. This time, you guys are both my guests. So how this is going to work for round one, I have a coin in front of me. We're going to flip it. If you guys are, uh, if you guys do well enough to play in the elite eight, then whoever wins by the highest margin um, in the round two matchup will get the first pick. So okay. there's there's some incentive to destroy your opponent here. Don't let off the gas. No no mercy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm waiting to thoroughly discredit Sophie. Chivalry isn't dead, eh? <laughs> <laughs> because chivalry isn't dead. <laughs> Sophie, you get to you get to call if you want heads or tails. Tails, please. <laughs> Boom. All right, I can see it. Except I realized I forgot to ask you guys for a username and a fun fact. So I'll tell you if you won the toss after that. <laughs> Here we have O three. O three. Can you give us a username <laughs> and a fun fact about yourself that is not that your thumbs are really long? <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm O three O three twenty eight. Although you know, just saying O three is good. And shit, I guess a. Oh, uh, shit. I guess a fun fact about myself is that um, I am part of the select club of people who have ever um, rushed the field at a college football game. Um, it was back mm, in 2021. It was back in 2021. Um, Arizona had been on like a 20-game losing streak. It had been over two years since we had last won. And Cal came into town. A bunch of their team had COVID. This was like not a good opponent. But it was like our best chance in ages to get a win. And we pulled it out with a late touchdown. And all, you know, the stadium was maybe half full because, you know, yeah. 20 game losing streak, nobody's going to be there. But, but the half of the stadium that was there flooded onto the field. Yeah, that's my fun fact, I guess. 
Yeah, I actually I went to every single Texas Tech home game during the time I was in college. Never rushed the field once because Texas Tech is just so much ass. So that is a very elite group, especially of Arizona students because it doesn't happen too often outside of this year. So yeah, yeah well, it's crazy how been. we've improved. Yeah, yeah. Quick turnaround from twenty twenty one. Sophie, who got your uh, username and a fun fact? Yeah, um, Sophie eleven eighty eight, which is Sophie. Um, fun fact: I. I've lived in four, five countries. Is that fun? That's a fun fact. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dude. I'm from England, obviously. Mm-hmm. I've lived in, I lived in Austria for a little bit. I was Ooh. there for like five months instead of skiing. I lived in Germany for a little bit. And I lived in Australia for two years. And now I'm in Canada. Nice. That's great. None of, none of those are America. <laughs> no, I've been there twice though. And it was third time in January. I'm coming to stay on your couch. That's right. Yeah, in Vegas. You need to pay at Ford Matters. <laughs> it shows a good time of year to come because it's not going to be like incredibly hot, and also the strip is not going to be decimated for F one. So get exactly. ready to and, like, the get ready to be... playing there too. So that's why I was like, I looked at their schedule and it lined up, and I was with my days off, and I was like, well, guess I'm going to Vegas. <laughs> yeah, that's what Vegas really has. I mean, I guess I don't watch hockey as much, but in all sports, there's just no home games because it's such a fun place for opposing mm-hmm. fans to come travel to. Um, but yeah, it makes it fun. Get ready to get disappointed by the city of Las Vegas. I will not. <laughs> I will not be disappointed. <laughs> so this is the Mattis special, you know, insider tour. Troll, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. yeah. Jay Tuck's backyard. <laughs> yeah. Online studios. You know, whatever sports book you work at. Um, yeah. You know, UNLV <laughs> Stadium. All that. Stuff. Those, it's those a Seven Eleven. <laughs> yeah, the four places that I actually go in Las Vegas. <laughs> so this coin that I flipped five minutes ago was heads, which I believe was not what Sophie called, unless I'm wrong. No. Uh, so no. 03, you got you got pick number one. You can take any rivalry. I I think I said the topic. Topic today is rivalry. I just gave them the word rivalry, so we'll see what they do with it. <laughs> 03, you can take any any rivalry you want, number one. Okay. Um so for my first pick, I went sports. I went something that I'm very familiar with myself because I was sort of raised into it, and that is the Ohio State-Michigan football rivalry. To me, it is pretty much everything that you could ask for in terms of rivalry. It has this deep-seated hate, right? Like, it's it's basically like two feral cats in an alleyway type, like, fighting. But it's also got all this importance and dignity and respect to it as well where you know these are two teams that are way better than pretty much any other program out there and they are dedicated 365 days a year to beating each other i think that shows a great level of respect for the their opponent um you know i think if you look at in terms of you know this is a game that has decided national championships this is a game where, you know, there's routinely like top five team versus top five team. There's a huge amount of historic games in the rivalry. To me, this is an easy first pick. Yeah. Matt, Matt's sports book was, was making the odds for this. There was a, uh, it was minus 1000 for Ohio state, Michigan to get picked this draft. I think everyone knew it was going to go at some point as it, when it comes to college, um, college football rivalries, it definitely is the number one. And like when you call it the game, like that's and that's all that needs to be said. Like I feel like there's there's just enough backing that up there that 
you know, it's it's just a no-brainer. For sure. And it holds special meaning when, you know, I, I've been raised into the, the Michigan fandom as the son of an alum. So, yeah. The, the 2021, that, you know, if you can just, like, find a recording of that game on YouTube and just watch it in full, it's truly one of the more, I think, special sporting events I've watched. It really, there is a different energy that I think speaks to the meaning of the rivalry. Yeah, which is great. I mean, that's what college sports are about to me, is the actual actual hatred. I know, I guess there is some actual hatred in the NFL, but it's just deeper. It gets into your, like, regional identity, which is insane. For sure, for sure. And, you know, when you t- and when you're talking about, like, regional identity and such, that's, that's one of the things that I actually landed on in terms of, like, figuring out what I was thought rivalries were about is that it really is about you know in most cases i say it's not not it's not universal but in most cases it is a reflection of these more basic differences than just you know what team you know what jersey you're wearing it's it's a it's a representation um you know in whatever field that you're in of these you know ethnic divides of racial divides of you know political divides it's it's really you know the the sort of divisions in our society made into you know a sporting event and to me that's a that's a really interesting you know subject to think about of like well what what sort of like divisions are driving these sorts of rivalries yeah, definitely. And what I get mostly from that is that O3 did his homework, <laughs> which means, Sophie, you're going to have to have to come to play. You can pick any anything you want outside of Ohio State, Michigan for your number one pick. That wasn't even in my realm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I actually had a different first round pick, um, which I'm going to probably do for my second one, but I'm so scared that he's going to take this next. That's why I'm choosing it for my first. For my first one, my second should be my first. Does that make sense? For sure, for sure. You gotta do a little bit of strategy. Gotta play some defense. Yeah. So Battle of Alberta. Um (laughs) so it goes way, way back to so the Battle of Alberta is mostly like hockey and CFL, but it goes way, way back to pre-contact Aboriginal times. So it goes back to it was like what they used to trade, how like Calgary was the Buffalo, Edmonton, they used to that kind of area they've used to most to hunt hunt fur animals. Then in like when it became major cities, it was a huge fight again to who was going to be the capital city of Alberta. Then there's like the first ever football game between Edmonton and Calgary was in the 1800s. In every Labor Day, there's a huge, huge um, football game between the two cities. It's like the major game like between any other city like in the regular season. It's bigger than the playoffs. They have like flyovers. It's like the most, it's like how the first um, NFL game is of the season. It's like that for patriotism between Alberta. <laughs> so it goes on and on and on. And then the reason why hockey is such a big fight. Um, in the 1980s, it, um, one of the two teams in Calgary and Edmonton represented um, the conference in the Stanley Cup finals for eight consecutive years. And Alberta teams won six of the eight championships. So it's just insane. Like these two teams have such a huge history and they hate each other. And like a few years ago, there was like a goalie fight. Like they had to, the the entire line just started brawling and they had to cut for like a five minute, I think it was, um, commercial break because they had to figure out the penalties. 
<laughs> it was insane. And then there was one year in the playoffs, and then an Oilers defenseman, he scored an own, own goal, and then the Flames won that game, and it's just like, you can't go to each other city and um, watch a game. Because like if you're just wearing an Oilers jersey in Calgary, people are going to call you out. Like If you're at the Saddle Dome or you're at the Rogers Place, you're, and you're in the opposing jersey, like you, you get on the Jumbotron. Like they'll find you and they will get everybody to point and laugh. Like pre Aboriginal time. So I'm just like, yep, battle of Alberta. <laughs> like, let's go. Yeah, I, that's a that's a really great pick. I think, you know, you obviously you're bringing information from that that I I, I had no idea. Like I had no idea that went back to like, you know, pre contact mm-hmm. times. Um but yeah, I think it I think it touches on a lot of the same, you know, divisions that that underlie like Ohio State, Michigan. It's it's a thing of really like two different groups of people who live in close contact with each other and yeah. prove they're better. Yeah, exactly. And now this year they're both shit, so it's funny. And I'm just like, bro, what are you even talking about? Like you're second, you're second last. The <laughs> 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 flames are like fourth last or something, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I guess instead yeah. of competing for the Stanley Cup, they're competing for the number one pick. Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I think on top of that, um, you know, I, I don't want to be like, I, I just love violence and killing, but there is the deep, you know, <laughs> instinctual part of me that's like, that's what you get from hockey is the, the kind of physical part of it. Uh, which Mattis, you guys please watch goalie fight. Type in goalie fight, Battle of Alberta on YouTube <laughs> after this is done, because your brain, like, it's insane. Like, I can't even explain to you. People stop fighting. Like, the hockey players stop fighting because they see the two goaltenders going at it. And they're just like, what the heck? And, like, the goaltender who was actually in fighting, he was actually covering somebody who got taken out earlier that game because he was injured. But then he got kicked out for the rest of the game, so then they had to bring the injured player back in. (laughs) 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 Dude, yeah, we'll have to watch that. That's You know, you don't see that fly in the NFL these days. They're not going to throw Lamar Hamlin back in there. So it's... yeah. Insane. Cool. Moving on. O three, your second round pick. Um, you know, Sophie's pick gave me a great idea for something that I might use later, but I'm gonna stick with my original second choice, which is the rivalry between Wilt Chamberlain and Bill Russell in the NBA. Mm. Um, you know, in this case, it's not necessarily a group of people who are in rivalry with each other, but it's two very different people in the same league who are both incredible players who are, you know, the really almost responsible for the NBA becoming what it is today, um, who, you know, who have these wildly different qualities that lead them to success in different ways and are pitted directly against each other. You know, it's, it kind of reminds me of the, the whole debate around, you know, is talent or is hard work more of an important thing? Because both of these were wildly talented, very hardworking players. But, you know, on one side, you have Bill Russell, the sort of consummate competitor, the, you know, champion time after time after time. And on the other side, you have Wilt Chamberlain, who is perhaps one of the most talented players or the most talented athletes, really, to ever grace a basketball court. 
and they are pitted against each other in, you know, in conference against each other, in the finals against each other. Um, they played something like, I think, 80 games or 100 games against each other. That's a lot in the NBA. Yeah, that's a that's a great pick. I think I knew with you there was going to be some sort of NBA historic rivalry. Um, and that's not even necessarily the one that I was expecting, but I think that's why it's so good. Is when, when There's not really a good counter argument. And when you talk about the historical, like why the NBA is what it is today, started with both of those players. And like obviously with uh, Bill, Bill Russell passing recently and um, – Will Chamberlain back when he passed and talked about the impact they had on the game. Like, it's just absolutely, absolutely insane. So it, it would have been a really cool time to grow up and watching the NBA and seeing two guys like that that are just athletic freaks, you know, in, in that kind of era going at each other. So for sure. Yeah. Sophie, you have your number two? Yeah. So when I was thinking about all of this and I was like, I know O3 is going to be pretty much, I was thinking he's probably going to be very sports based. So I was like, you know, if you're a rivalry, then, you know, maybe if you're the better rivalry, you are the more well-known it is, right? So, Tom and Jerry. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be my first overall, but then I was scared about Calgary and Edmonton being taken. So, you know, Tom and Jerry, um, it's been going since 1940. <laughs> it's all over the Western world. Japan, China, Indonesia, and Philippines. And I was one of the very first Western cartoons in Czechoslovakia and Romania before the fall of the Soviet Union. And even in Pakistan, an ice cream company released an ice cream bar based on the show. So it's been going for 83 years. I don't know any rivalry in cartoons that has been going that long, because even Roadrunner and Coyote is not that long. Like, your grandparents know it, people's children know it, it's Tom and Jerry. Like, that's the biggest rivalry on TV. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's an institution right there. You know. Right? This is, this is going to sound like a, I'm lying, but I, before this was like, I, when I, we finalized you guys were going to draft rivalries, I was like, I really goddamn hope someone takes Tom and Jerry, just because that is the epitome of like, like <laughs> I don't know, like it's just hatred. There's nothing deeper. It's just that these, these motherfuckers hate each other. <laughs> so, uh, uh, definition, just on-site rivalry, just as soon as you see each other, no talking, just, just straight to trying to fuck each other up. So that's yeah. kind of kinda like very pure in what a rivalry is and what it stands for. Oh, three, you're up with your number three. Oh, man, this is tough because I, I have a few options. Uh, you know, I don't want to necessarily double up in like, you know, and go too heavily on the same topic. So I think I'm going to, I'm going to deviate a little bit from my order. And I'm going to opt for the rivalry between the United States and the USSR. Um, mm. That's, that's one where it's a, it's a deep ideological debate played out across the world, across decades, um, you know, in many different ways. There's obviously all these conflicts and wars that have happened over it, but it also is something where it has prompted a lot of innovation. Would we ever have reached the moon, you know, without the Soviet Union to push the American space program in the way it did, you know? What about the atomic bomb and how, you know, the advance of nuclear weaponry and nuclear technology? Does that happen without the the whole, you know, rivalry there? GPS came about, I think, as a result of that as well. So it's a very important, um, you know, rivalry in the history of, you know, the modern world. And it also has some pretty spicy sports moments as well. And, you know, I can't. <laughs> I can't pass up a good spicy sport moment. 
Yeah, I was gonna say when you're talking about all the things that's brought into the world, it brought Rocky Four into the world. <laughs> that's a fucking incredible movie. So, yeah, I mean, you're right, and I mean, you you kind of both of y'all hit on earlier with Ohio State, Michigan, and the Battle of Alberta, like uh, like just the kind of deeper identity things. Like that definitely was was to the point that that's what it was about. You know, it was nationalistic to a sense, which I'm not necessarily condoning, but in terms of a rivalry, like that's what you what you need. So yeah, way way to make it political, O three. <laughs> cool, Sophie. Uh, you can pick anything you want with number three. So to lighten it up, um, let's do. I'm gonna go. People who choose to have pineapple on pizza and people who don't. Oh. <laughs> because everybody has an opinion, and then a few people get pineapple on pizza. Everyone's like, "What?" You know, there's no really history about it it's not as deep as that it's just like that is one of the major food rivalries i can think of right like you know that's what i'm trying to say it's like everybody has a very strong opinion on that it's not like oh i kind of want to cheese on my burger like okay cool whatever i want pineapple on my pizza and some people will redo the riot act yeah, no, yeah. that's that's almost political nowadays. <laughs> yeah, way more political than USA, USSR. <laughs> but I, I kind of feel like when you ask people their opinion on pineapples of pizza, it's like a physical reaction that you get from them a lot of times. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that definitely, like, whenever, like, I don't know, it always does come down to personal insults and like, oh, that's the that's the worst shit you could have could have possibly picked, depending on if you like pineapple or you don't. So. Yeah, good, good pick there in the three. Thank you. Yeah, love that one. I think for number four, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go back to the uh, the top of my list and go with the one that. Let's be honest, Mattis was probably expecting me to pick, um, and that is the Lakers Celtics rivalry. I think um, you know that rivalry. The deeper meaning that we sort of touched on is definitely the whole east coast west coast tension in america of the west coast is all this new and cool and sexy you know uh innovation whereas the east is very much like the traditional like hard work and grit and you you see that play out in sort of how the the lakers celtics rivalry has unfolded there is the showtime lakers you know the probably one of the most notoriously fun teams um in nba history um there's been loads of great great defensive celtics teams and there have been a ton as well of great matchups between the two in the nba finals it's really something that has managed to have a lasting impact despite the huge distance between the teams and i think that's a really impressive part of the rivalry like also i know nothing about basketball one of my friends at work, um, he's a huge Warriors fan, and his wife is a Lakers fan. But even before I was friends with him, I always knew that the Lakers were a great team. But now it's just like, fuck the Lakers, right? That's all I know, because he's a huge Warriors fan. And he's like, no, we go against my wife. <laughs> so, and yeah. he's taught me a little bit about all of this. And now I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm so excited to go back to work. Actually, you know, he goes home when I go in. But when I see him in, in three weeks and just be like, yo, I learned all of this stuff, and he's just—he's so taken aback. Thank you. Yeah, just tell him like go green or something. That'll really rile him up. Yeah, it's hard for me personally to pick a team that I hate more. But, I mean, it's definitely just being a Nuggets fan from the West. I just 
do not do yeah. not fuck with the Lakers on any level. But as a rivalry, like absolutely, what you're talking about the the, the cultural impact and like what what I said, which I, when I said I thought you were gonna pick a historical basketball rivalry, like that's definitely the one go to go with. So. Yeah, and we were cheering for the Nuggets, like when it was the playoffs. We were cheering for the Nuggets, and then I actually sent him money for when he went home to buy his wife chicken nuggets for dinner, to be like this from the Denver Nuggets. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he believed I made this video, and <laughs> he was like, "My wife doesn't like you." <laughs> Good. I won't get too deep into it, but anytime you're supporting a small market team in the NBA, good, good for you. So <laughs> glad to hear that. <laughs> Uh, cool, Sophie. It's now your number four pick. Um, taxi and Uber. Ooh, because it's like there was such a huge market share, especially when Uber first came out, right? And it was like because everything you know, Uber has its pros and cons. So it's taxis because you know taxis are convenient. Uber, you know how much you're paying, and it's going to wait for you or whatever. But because when they first came out, how they weren't regulated. Um, I don't know if you guys know this, but um, fuck, it must have been around like ten years ago or so. Hey, when they came out and. In, in London for sure and maybe mm. in the rest of Western Europe um, taxis went on strike they like blockaded parliament even if it's like an hour or so just to be like fuck you guys um, they need to be regulated they're taking our money and they're not and they're shit right so and then Uber kind of started fighting back and it was a little bit of a war between the two of them because it said they're both they have such an equal share of the market that was predominantly taxis first yeah, I don't know if that was such a thing over in the states. I don't know, but it, it was. No, I think I remember playing out something similar to that, where there was, really, you know, conflict between the sort of like the new Uber type apps mm-hmm. and all that, and the sort of traditional taxis. And hey, you know, that, we talk about like deeper meanings and stuff. Uh, that's an example of like, uh, you know, the differences between just like a traditional job that's you know part of a company. Um, you know, holding down like a position versus something like gig work where, you know, you're sort of doing stuff on your own time. You're not necessarily tied down to any one company. You mm-hmm. know, there's, there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of difference between those two lifestyles that gets embodied by that. So great pick. Thank you. <laughs> I don't know if either of you guys watch Nathan for you, but someone that's listening to this knows that I'm a big, big Nathan Fielder person. And they did an episode on it was it was called Andy versus Uber and Andy was just some some taxi driver and just absolute first of all just comedic genius the way that they went about it but second of all it was really smart to look at um, kind of something that you don't think about every day in terms of your rideshare acts and um, and and taxis and like seeing about how you know taxis do kind of get screwed over by kind of this this newer age thing and like they they played it in a way that was really really funny obviously but it was actually kind of insightful to think about it afterwards so good good pick with the with your final pick yeah I actually I, I did misspeak though sorry what you guys still do have one more one more pick each starting with O three if you want to round out your draft board you less with your last pick hey that's right I I have a few things that I'm deciding between here obviously they're all sports rivalries because I'm a sports guy. Um, <laughs> Uh, I I had a couple other options I was thinking of, like Avalanche versus Red Wings in the NHL. That's a, I mean, like huge, huge rivalry when it was big. Um, that really Sophie talking about goalie fights reminded me of because one of the few like really bench clearing brawls that I've seen in NHL history happened between the Avalanche and the Red Wings. Um, but also I was thinking of Real Madrid Barcelona. However, what I'm going to decide for my fifth pick is the 
Territorial Cup, which is the annual matchup between the University of Arizona and Arizona State University. I'm dipping my toes back into the college rivalries, but you know, this is one I'm intimately familiar with, and I think it doesn't necessarily get a reputation outside of the state of Arizona, but it is some of the purest, nastiest hate in the entire country in terms of just the level of animosity between these two institutions. Yeah. And I, so I actually, I've, I've, you know, shared with you before, I was very close to going to grad school in Tucson at the university of Arizona. And before that, when I was in uh, uh, my undergrad, I was looking at possibly transferring to Arizona state. So I've been to both campuses. And I mean, one thing that they're known for, you know, I don't know whether or not you like this or not, but definitely two schools that there's, there's a lot of alcohol at, which also yeah. just, just, just boosts any rivalry uh, to that degree. And like, like you said, it's not, doesn't get really a lot of the recognition outside of uh, the state of Arizona. Sometimes I feel like that's good for a rivalry because it gets rid of the publicity and just gets into the the, the hatred. Because you know this, this past uh, Colorado Colorado State game, which obviously is one I'm a little bit more familiar with, it was so chippy and like great because it was the first time that people were like actually watching it because of Deion Sanders. So like people forgot how much these schools hate each other. And there's there's kind of always that deeper thing that doesn't get publicized until someone does something that publicizes it. So um, I do know a little bit about it. I do like the, I do like Arizona. It's one of my, uh, one of the college, oh my goodness, one of my college sports teams that I'm higher on. So I have a little bit gone into it. And yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of hatred there that people don't see. So in the number five, that's a good pick. Yeah. I mean, with this, with this rivalry, there really is nothing that's off. Uh, you know, the mascots fought at the last Arizona-Arizona <laughs> State football game. <laughs> you want to get an idea of how chippy it is. And, I mean, there has been some truly nasty, nasty stuff said in terms of taunts within this rivalry. You can look it up yourself in regards to um, what happened when Steve Kerr was at Arizona as a student. Um, mm. But, yeah, this is something where uh, there really are no limits to the to the level of uh, you know villainy people will go to 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 torment the other team. Yeah, which is great. It's what makes a rivalry what it is. I, I will quickly say I, I when I was expecting at some point Duke UNC would come out. Now that all your picks are are, are finalized, just being a college basketball guy. But uh, overall, yeah, good good list. I think you definitely have the the sports voters dialed in. Yeah, I'm excited to hear what Sophie's number five pick is. Yeah, the very last pick. <laughs> um, so at first I was just thinking about being a dick and being like me versus the Packers, but then I figured for a rivalry they needed to know that I existed, and that's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, I went for <laughs> bowls and a dishwasher. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> because as we all saw in the thread, um, how people had those complete insane reactions to the opposing, if you put your balls in the dishwasher at the bottom or the top. Do you know, were you guys there that day? And it was just insane. Yeah, no? I mean, that's, that was one of the more, like, random, and, hot, yeah, was, like, <laughs> moments in 
in the the sub in a in a while. Like, yeah, I did not expect that to be the hill that everybody was dying. On. <laughs> exactly, and then it was funny because so I wanted our chef to be like, "Yo, you're the chef. You can speak on authority with it." And then somebody else overheard me asking him, and then it turned into a whole thing in the kitchen that day too. <laughs> like, yeah. a lot of people are willing to die on their hills so i'm like okay well that's not, that's a rivalry <laughs> there, there's not a, is everybody here on here's the funny thing there's there's right not there. a lot of days in the free talk thread that i just miss but for whatever reason just busy at work and or i was traveling i can't remember so i mean i came back to kind of the aftermath of like people talking about it and i did like i saw one-off comments and i was like why is everyone talking about like <laughs> i didn't realize that it got that heated um, yeah, <laughs> I, I I don't even really know what my take is because I'll be honest, I'm 23 and live alone. I just throw my shit in the dishwasher. <laughs> I think I do put bowls in the top rack if that's what the argument was, but no, is, is that wrong? <laughs> <laughs> but then the thing is, that it all came. It was a whole thing because then it all came down to the style of like everybody's dishwasher and like where their like spinning rack was in the middle, like where the water jets come out of. It, I mean, like people were getting into describing their dishwashers. <laughs> yeah, I'm the bulls on the bottom. Yeah, me too. Myself. Me too. Let's oh, go. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we were competing here, but like you know, we're on the same side, really. When we really it comes are. Down to important stuff. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's it's everyone versus Mattis. That's just how it always ends up. Oh, it was Mattis faction. You need to print out some shirts of that. Mattis versus everybody. <laughs> <laughs> i've done i've done every other artistic medium at this point at some point there's, there's gonna be a mattis merch store don't don't show you guys can absolutely get fucking jumped at your place of work cool. <laughs> reading off the draft board sophie took the battle of alberta tom and jerry i put down pineapple pizza lovers versus pineapple pizza haters Taxis versus Uber and Bulls versus dishwashers. For O three, we have framing of it's the Bulls against the dishwashers. They're kind of <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, it kind of it reframes it a bit. Like it's like they're the ones that going back to Tom and to Jerry level hatred. It's just cartoonish that these Bulls are just out to get these dishwashers. <laughs> I <Yeah>. know. O <laughs> three picked Ohio State, Michigan, Will Chamberlain, Bill Russell, United States, USSR. Lakers, Celtics, and Arizona, Arizona State. You guys know how this works at this point, but uh, there will be a poll attached to where you found this podcast where you guys can go vote on this episode or this episode, this interview, and all the other interviews that you're going to hear during this episode. And uh, yeah, may the best best man or woman win. You guys, the winner of this will play the winner of myself and Twin Monkeys. So I, I guess <laughs> this, you, guys, you guys might be back on a call with me here soon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> awesome. Uh, 03, we'll start with you. Any any last words for the thread? Uh, really liked Sophie's different perspective here. I thought that uh, it, you know, definitely made me reconsider uh, picks. And if you do vote for me, I will upvote your comments in the thread. That's the only thing I can bribe you <laughs> <laughs> As I said before, I'm a broke college student. I don't have the the means to do anything else. Do you have starving children at home too? <laughs> it's different because O3 like actually needs to win this. He 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 needs the money. <laughs> this is this is fifty dollars. I keep joking about how it's not that much money, but this is this is you gonna know, be a lot of candy for O3. That's a lot of money. 
I feel bad yeah. now. Can can I um can I resign? <laughs> no, no, you cannot. I'll 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 only accept money if I've won properly. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, do you have any any last words? Yeah, Sophie said that he would vote for me if I said titties. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll also Honestly. chip in with titties. Um just Ooh. to try and sway that up. And I'll also oh. add um as a special um you know extra <laughs> sweetener to the thing, boobies and ass. Uh oh. We should have oh. done I should have done like tits versus size. <laughs> it's just two picks. <laughs> someone picks boobs and someone picks thighs. <laughs> Boobs would have no, absolutely won, just just so we're on the same page. Me and, was, me and O3 in our first episode talked about boobs. It's uh, we're, we're, oh, we come full circle. Yeah. Well, as far off track as we are, I want to ask Sophie specifically one more question before we end the end the recording. So just because I I'm feel busy like tonight, this, this sorry. Right. Oh yeah, <laughs> damn. Well, that's. <laughs> 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 well, I actually don't. That was way funnier than what I was about to say. So, Sophie, we've asked me, me and I asked three on episode one. We've talked about it. You're the only one in this this uh, voice call right now that we don't know your opinion. Boobs or butts? Um, boobs. Hell yeah! We got three boob people in here. That's I feel like that's rare these days. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, you can appreciate a good butt, but like everybody has a butt, and then like some titties are not, you know, they're not, they're not all there. But you know, you get a good set of memory glands on a lady. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I, I don't know if I can keep this in because Sophie is Sophie is swaying my vote right now hard because it's one hundred percent facts. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the truth. <laughs> no, she's good at debating. She's a master yeah. debater. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's the most overdone pun in the book, yeah. but. <laughs> I've got to end this recording. I'm already going to have to do a shit ton of editing. Thank you guys for listening. We're going to jump cut to the next uh, next thing. Jump cut. Woo! Welcome back to more Drafter Math. It's it's weird saying Drafter Math instead of another successful podcast because I've done this intro like a million times and I just go on autopilot. But this is not another successful podcast. This is the Drafter Math. We have Shroom here from season one all the way back in the day. Oh. And we have one of our newcomers. We have Teddy the Third on this with us. We'll start with Teddy. Teddy, do you have a, a fun fact about yourself and your username? Username's Teddy the Third. Um, fun fact about myself: I just like to go on record and probably say I'm in water cooler one say I'm probably the best bowler in there. I have shot probably I don't know uh, eleven three hundred games and four eight hundred series. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be so useful to be good at bowling just because I feel like I find myself so in so many situations where you're bowling and I just never can. It's, it's a cool like party trick type of thing. But yeah, um, I'm quaking in my slippers right now. To be honest, I didn't realize I was up against such a qualified legend. So yeah, <laughs> it's worked. <laughs> cool. Well, what about for you then, Shroom? Username and a fun fact about yourself. I think everyone knows me. I'm Mushroom Man Nine, and uh, my fun fact may be known by some, but. I have seen Mean Girls, the film Mean Girls, in excess of 100 times. That is absolutely insane. It's a good movie to see 100 plus times, but mm. oh, man. I'm one of those people like, like I'll, I'll rewatch movies, sure, but there has to be like years between them because it's like, then I already know what's going to come and it, it just ruins it for me. But oh, yeah, cool. Great, great movie. It is. It's infinitely rewatchable, um, or at least 100 times plus rewatchable. But it's sort of like my friends and I from university would watch it all the time and we watch it periodically especially on october 3rd every year so 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I need, I need people to listen to this podcast in excess of a hundred times every episode. That's, that's, that's my goal until we get that. This podcast is a failure. <laughs> oh, I think it's been another successful podcast. To be honest. Has been a pretty successful podcast. And now we're ending it with the draft math, starting with this matchup. I forgot. I forgot what. Comp- oh, y'all in the Atlantic Coast Conference. That's right, because Troop is technically on the Atlantic Coast. Is is how I, I looked at that. So, <laughs> so yeah, this this matchup between Teddy and Shroom will determine who plays the winner of Whaler and Law, which will be on next week week's episode. But to kick this episode off, our topic today we have athlete nicknames. So Shroom and Teddy have prepared draft boards for that. Um, we're gonna do a coin flip to see who goes first. As our as our newcomer, Teddy, do you want to call heads or tails? We have heads. So Teddy, you will you'll get the first round pick. You can pick anyone you want at the number one. Man, that's a tough one. Let's go with uh, Aldrich Tiger Woods. That's absolutely fantastic. Any 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 time a guy is is known by just his nickname, and people forget that they actually have another name. That's that's fantastic. That's solid. I'm curious the number of people actually know that that's his first name, but because he's everyone just knows. Mm. Yeah, I'm so, not gonna lie. When you said that, I had to look it up because I thought his name just was Tiger Woods, which means it's a good nickname. I mean, that means it's a perfect round one, especially for an athlete that's like one of the greatest of all time. So, yeah, yeah great, great pick. Fantastic. I'm blown away by that, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm actually going in very much the same vein with that with uh, Irvin Magic Johnson. Not, not least because everyone knows him as Magic Johnson, but also Magic Johnson is kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You guys have really yeah. done your research because, like, I, I, I guess, like deep down, I probably knew his first name wasn't freaking Magic, but like, it's just that's what everyone calls him. I wouldn't be able to tell you what his his first name is, and like, yeah, Magic's just a. First of all, it's just a cool name, Magic, and then yeah, conjunction with Johnson just makes it makes it great, uh, especially considering how his career ended. So <laughs> that's a that's a good pick with number one. We're into the second round. Teddy, do you have your, your pick? George Herman Babe Ruth. Oh, great pick. Yeah, absolutely. Again, who, who knows what his actual name is? He's just a babe, isn't he? Yeah, yeah you, you guys have gone in a completely different direction than I thought you would have, but it's a good direction because it's all these ones that I don't <laughs> even really register with me as nicknames. So, And yeah, yeah. all-time great athletes, too, for the top three, which is great. Also, yeah. with, well, I didn't know how this direction would go either. With you know, picking for this, yeah, great ones. What it was so open. Yeah, that's part of part of the fun of this draft is like you never know. First of all, what you're like what your opponent's going to do either. So I mean, sometimes you have times like this when you guys are kind of it feels like on the same wavelength, a similar vein. So it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Yeah, and and I mean, I'm I'm very much on that same wavelength with Lawrence Peter Yogi Berra. Yogi Berra, all right. And I mean, in doing my research, yeah, but in doing my research, I found that actually it's nothing to do with the fact that it sounds like Yogi Bear, um, because I guess Yogi Bear came after and was named after Yogi Berra. But um, I I guess as an uneducated Brit, I always thought it was something to do with that. But uh, yeah, I didn't even realize that his name was Lawrence. Yeah, I, that the, I didn't know he came before the bear, and like, like, like that was the inspiration for Yogi Bear's name. That's cool. 
I would I would imagine so. I didn't go that deep. It's because um, someone who was at one of the summer baseball camps or something had seen uh, something about yoga in India, and he bore a resemblance to the yogi, so he got the nickname Yogi. Uh, yeah. Now I've been doing my research. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like you guys both have. That's a great pick. We're entering the third round. Teddy, uh, do you have your, your pick? This is this is tough. I don't know which way to go now. Uh, let's go with Reggie, Mr. October Jackson. Ooh. Good pick. Basically named for a whole month of playoff success and being one of the greatest of all time on two different teams. One of which will be in your backyard in a couple of years. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're, uh, I, I'm, we'll see if I'm still in, in Vegas when the team comes, but I know uh, it's, it's a little bit of a controversial topic for Vegas locals in terms of if we actually even want this team. But, uh, good, fair enough. Uh, good good pick. Kind of the first that's breaking the, the mold of picks that you guys have, but I think that's a good uh, – like of the ones that are going to be a nickname, I, like I'm having the fucking like quotation marks in the middle, like that's a good uh, solid representative of that topic. So, yeah, great pick. I, I don't believe – I can't believe how this has got to round three, but Black Mamba. Oh, good pick. I mean, that's, that's it. That's the pick. <laughs> no one else. It's just Black Mamba. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what, is there, what, what else is there to say about that one? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think the, the one thing is it, it's kind of spawned like, uh, like, like beyond just obviously his nickname was Black Mamba. It, they gave its whole spin off with the whole Mamba mentality and everything like that, mm. uh, which is <laughs> I, I just don't like the Lakers, so I don't want to speak too positively of it. But like objectively, that's really cool. Like Kobe was, uh, in addition to a basketball player, like a cultural movement. So that's that's yeah. really cool to encapsulate with that with a nickname. So good pick there yeah. in the three. I've got two fucking Lakers in my list. How do you think it feels for oh. me? <laughs> I guess you do, yeah. Yeah, there's a, there's a decent uh, California crowd in the free talk mode, so I might, might play well with voters. That's it. I'm, I'm, just playing, I'm just playing up to the crowd, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. Cool. We each have two more picks to go, starting with Teddy, number four. Let's go to Shroom's part of the world, and I'll take hmm. old Gunner Solskjaer, I think I'm saying that right, the baby-faced assassin. And I'm crossing that off my round four list. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know how, I don't know how you feel about him anymore, anymore since his managerial stint, but growing up, he was mm. all over the place. Should, should we tell Mattis who he is? Because I'm going to say he has no idea. <laughs> the nickname comes from the fact that he's got a baby face and always popped up at the right time in the right place. Was always one to score crucial goals generally came on as a substitute as well so yeah he's known as a baby face something that's fantastic but daddy well done yeah good pick i'm glad that we've got a lot of different sports covered first of all that's that's awesome second of all i did my biggest thing is uh behind the scenes when you guys make picks even back to like when we were doing the actual actual podcast i write them down on a notes app just so later i can you know write the descriptions and everything so i had to google how to spell old gunner's Sol- Solzar, I believe is how y'all pronouncing it. And that is absolutely a nightmare. <laughs> I guess he's Norwegian, but absolutely a nightmare to get somehow find a way to type that down. <laughs> but, um, 
he's got the weird AE thing in his in his last name as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, absolutely fantastic yeah. player, United legend, still beloved at the club, uh, even though he didn't do great as manager, which I think yeah. is is a testament to, to how awesome he was as a player. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, no, no one in Denver hates John Elway despite his his GM struggles. So I mean, that's uh, you. It's once you do well enough as a player, you're just enshrined. So make makes sense. This is hard. This is really, really hard. I think I'm going to go with Megatron, which I had a first or second Ooh. round grade on. Calvin Johnson, because if your nickname becomes the template for nicknames in the league for a while, you're iconic. Was it Greg Zerline was known as Legatron for a bit? Wow. Forgot about that guy. <laughs> is, is he still playing? Yeah, I've got him. He kicks for the Jets now. I've got him on a, got a fantasy team. Oh, man. That's, that's why I don't know about him, because he's on the Jets. That's where good players go to die. <laughs> yeah, well, for, I mean, for Megatron... I think, like, obviously, like, it's it was from the, the Transformers originally, but, like, I feel like he's gone to the point that he's kind of surpassed. Like, Megatron is more known as Calvin Johnson than Transformers. <laughs> and maybe that's because I'm younger. But I just feel like he really took that name and fucking ran with it. So, uh, right. really, really great pick. I think, uh, I want to say that's our first NFL nickname that made it on here. I feel like that's definitely, definitely great for the first NFL nickname. Well, I mean, that was the same. Like, we, we could have had just NFL nicknames or baseball nicknames or basketball because I mean I've got more baseball nicknames on here I barely watch baseball especially because the Red Sox sucked last year <laughs> um, yeah. so that's not talking about baseball right now I'm still bitter it's got to be rough to be a Phillies fan dude I, I was I was rooting for the Phillies as well so they're a fun team oh, they're a lot of fun just yeah the last couple games just weren't very fun at all so uh, Cool. We're entering round five. So Teddy, you have one more one more pick that you can add to your board. Uh, you can take oh. anyone you want. I don't know <laughs> where to go with this one. Let's just go with Randy Johnson and the big unit. The big unit. You've never heard of Randy Johnson, Mattis? Top of my head, that doesn't sound familiar. I was just laughing because the big unit sounds very <laughs> in the in the in the Magic Johnson <laughs> in the Magic Johnson here. <laughs> he, he he's um he's a photographer now, isn't he? He photographs NFL games, and his his company's logo is a bird that's sort of got feathers flying off it, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah, Madison. Yeah. You haven't heard? He's a uh, he hit a dove with like a hundred mile an hour for a fastball. A dog? Dove. <laughs> or oh, or pigeon. <laughs> or, or pigeon. Oh, for that matter. Oh, okay. I think I, now that you say that, I feel like I know who it is. Like, like I feel like I, I remember that happening. I just didn't put the name to it. Like, I, I just know there's a baseball player that did that, and that was like on the news. But yeah, it's kind of kind of a thing that that's what he's known for as well because he was a very 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 good pitcher, right? One of the greatest left-handers of all time, according to Mike Duncan of the History of Rome fame. Yeah, and he multiple Cy Young winners, multiple World Series wins. Mm. Was it multiple? No, just one. I think just one. You, you tell me. I mean, he's before my time, I think, really, before I was watching baseball. So, 
uh, it was 2001 when the Diamondbacks beat the Yankees. Mm. That was the only. Oh one. well, no, he, he's good in my book. Then beat the Yankees, great. <laughs> especially, especially beating the Yankees in 2001, even better. Yes, yes. <laughs> maybe, maybe as a Brit, I shouldn't be making jokes like that. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, is it really maddest thing if there's not a 9/11 joke around? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I had to get one into the drafter bass. So that's thanks, guys. Thanks for getting me covered there. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, uh, perfect, Truma. You got you got the Brock party here. The Mister Irrelevant. You can go anywhere you want with the the number five. This is a guy that not a lot of English football, like soccer fans, will even remember. But he has one of the greatest. Nicknames in football league history. If I told you that there was a football player whose name was Fitz Hall, mm. his nickname, one size. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's clever. I like that. One size, Fitz Hall. Yep. And that is, that's my round five pick. Um, I love a bit of wordplay, and I figure, you know, bookending the draft with someone who's got a magic penis and a glove, <laughs> well, uh, would be pretty good. So yeah, one size fits all. Good oh, pick. Man, I, I like it when it it just lines up like that with a perfect nickname. So like that. Um, reading off the draft boards of ones that did get picked, Shroom went with Magic Johnson, Yogi Berra, Black Mamba, Megatron, and One Size Fitz Hall. I love that. <laughs> uh, Teddy went with Tiger Woods, Babe Ruth, Reggie, Mr. October Jackson, Old Gunner Skolzar, the Babyface Assassin, and then Randy Johnson, the big unit. You guys know where you can vote on this. Um, winner will play the winner of Law and Whaler in their draft next week. We're just going to jump cut to the next interview then. Ooh, welcome back to more Drafter Math. I am drinking, it's like this Sunny D vodka seltzer, and it's really, I don't, I don't know if it's, it tastes like Diet Fanta, which I don't think is good or bad. It's just, it is what it is. It's interesting, which means we're ready to go for our first matchup of the SEC showdown. This week we have Katie, who is a newcomer, has not, has not been on the podcast yet, and we have Slob, who was a season four guest. So we're going to go ladies first here. Katie, could you give us uh, your username and a fun fact about yourself? So my username is Tyler Glassass20. Um, it's actually inspired from Tyler Glassnow, who was on the Rays. And <laughs> um, he actually had, he, had a, he has a Reddit. Really. And I'm, I'm like, I hope he doesn't find my account. He probably did already. Um, anyways, <laughs> fun fact about me, I, I actually... God, what is a fun fact about me? I don't even know. Okay, sorry. Um, so I can actually memorize forty all forty six presidents frontwards and backwards because I memorized it as a kid. And I went to George Bush's inauguration. That's like two fun facts in one. So yeah, I always I like geography going up growing up, but after I'm out of high school and I don't use that every single day, and I just also just said geography and not history. <laughs> 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 just just that that information is just absolutely gone from my head. Moving on, slob. Uh, what's you you know the drill by now? You know what I'm asking for. Username, fun fact. <laughs> so then I said rectum, 
damn near killed him. <laughs> oh, sorry. Did we start? My bad. I was talking to somebody else. Um, what was the question? <laughs> the question was, who the hell did you just kill? No, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> cool. Oh, right, Slob doesn't need an introduction. This is Slob. He's got lots of. He's got a plethora of fun facts about himself. But what's more important is our draft topic today. We're going to be drafting. This is kind of one of the more out there <laughs> topics of the tournament. This is an animal draft, but you know, there's a lot of different ways you can draft animals in terms of cuteness, in terms of I don't know what your favorite animals are. We're drafting animals in terms of who would beat each other in a fight. So basically, we're just <laughs> we're just assembling a squad of, of five animals to fuck each other up. Um, for the draft math round one, we're going to be flipping a coin to see who goes first. Whoever uh, scores higher in the first round of the draft math, if they make it to the Elite Eight, they will go first in the next round. But we will need someone to call call heads or tails. I don't even know who to ask to do that first. Go ahead, Katie. Uh, all right, Damn Katie. it. Fine, I call heads. And we got Tails. Tails never fails. So, Slob, you have the number one overall pick. All right, then. Uh, I know exactly where I'm going with this. I'm going with the Honey Badger. It's pretty badass. It runs all over the place. It eats snakes. It eats jackals. It's just crazy. The Honey Badger has been referred by the Guinness Book of World Records as the most fearless animal in the animal kingdom. It does not give a shit. If it's hungry, it's hungry. What's that? It'll eat cobras. It can run backwards. Oh, it sees a snake up a tree. Honey badger don't care. It just takes what it wants. Whenever it's hungry, it eats snakes. Watch it dig. And it'll dig. And it'll even go after bees and larvae. Ooh, that's gross. The honey badger don't give a shit. And on top of that, just an absolutely fucking insane name. <laughs> I love just the name Honey Badger. And uh, gotta say a shout out to Tyron Matthew too. Loved him back uh, back in his Cardinals days. I was about to, no, it was LSU days. I was about to say that. It was like he was no, Tyra Matthews, known as the high honey badger. I loved him. I still love him. And unfortunately, uh, once once a player starts to play for the Chiefs, they're dead to me. But he was pretty cool before then, so it's it's yeah. it's chill. Fair, fair. <laughs> Katie, you can take any non honey badger animal you want with your number one. I'm gonna take the hippo, and you know why? So I have a fun personal story. Back in college. I, my friends, we had to do this. If you could describe me as an animal game, what would you pick? You know what my friends picked for me? The fucking hippo. And you know why? Because apparently I was nice and sweet and cute. And she's like, oh, she's so cute. And then I turn into a psychotic bitch. And I feel like hippos are perfect for this because hippos are also all the hippos nice and sweet and cute. But no, they're psychotic bitches that will hunt and kill you. If you piss okay, them off. I'm sorry to tell you this, but if someone's calling you a hippo, that's not a compliment. It's not a compliment. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> I will say, I, I feel like, not that I just always study up on my, my animal death st statistics, but I know it, like, like st statistically more people get killed by hippos than, like, I won't give it actual names because, you know, y'all have a draft coming up, but, like, some of the top culprits of who you think would kill people, hippos consistently kill more than that. So, good, good sneaky, sneaky pick for number one. No, hippos are fucking terrifying. Like, why would no, nobody wants to fuck with a hippo? <laughs> <laughs> Slob, up for you for number two. All right, for the number two, I'm going airborne. I'm going with the eagle. It's a symbol of America, symbol of freedom, symbol of everything that's just in this world. They have eyes that can see up to over 30 miles away. And when they dive for their prey, they can actually reach up to terminal velocity and pluck you right out of the air, out of the water, wherever you are. 
Yeah, I think if you want to get an, an airborne creature on your team, that's definitely the one go to. So good oh, pick yeah. there. In the America. America. God bless America. <laughs> America. Tyler, you got uh, your number two. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with the rhino. Actually, did you anybody see that fucking horn? That's enough for a dagger to stab you in the heart or something. Yeah, I feel like same same type beat as the hippo. You know, same kind of just big body. Like I don't want to fuck with either of them. If anything, I feel like rhinos are more terrifying because of the the horn thing. So yeah, good good pick in the two. All right, solid pick. And um, I have to congratulate Katie on being able to put the gin bottle down long enough to make it. Appreciate the effort there. I'm actually but drinking a beer covered. right now. I was supposed to go out because my <laughs> ma, my my old coworker slash my mom's coworker is in town to teach my mom to do something with this new system she got, and we were going to go out. And now she's just chatting with my mom. So I'm drinking beer. All right, Yelush, stay on topic. Um, now I'm going with the seaborn animal with the octopus. It seems kind of timid. It seems kind of minor, but they're actually brilliant. They're problem solvers. They can escape any containment area you want to put them in. They've been known to lay traps for their handlers at night in aquariums. And uh, they actually don't match any DNA of any other animals on Earth. Henceforth, they are aliens. And if you're in any perverted shit, they're all about that tentacle action. <laughs> yeah, no, That's I mean, they definitely look like fucking aliens <laughs> and i think just from a just from a animals i do not want to touch perspective that's probably up there near the top <laughs> if it comes down to fight or flight i don't know if i care about that but i absolutely fucking care about that i don't want to touch a goddamn octopus <laughs> i'll get you <laughs> all right katie you up for your number three um i'm gonna pick with a pick that like usually most people don't think of when they think of elf animals that would like fight i'm gonna pick elephant and here's a funny statistic that I found. There is a poll that went out I uh, that I Googled, and apparently elephants had the highest win rate of like animals that went in a fight at 74%. But if you think about it, they're fucking huge. They, their literal feet could stomp you to the ground. And those, like, they look cute and cuddly, kind of, but they also could kick your ass. I wouldn't want to be chased down by an elephant. God knows how many elephant deaths are out there. Yeah, you're kind of killing it in the size department here. Hippo, rhino, and elephant are all extremely big body things. So definitely have a have an identity with your team so far. Yeah. Katie, you make bad picks with more frequency than a ham radio. Have you ever heard of Hannibal? What? How those elephants work out for him? Have you ever seen the movie Three Hundred? That was ugly. And how about Lord of the Rings? They only count as one. You know this. Come on. But all right, let me see. What am I on? All right, next pick. I'm going with the polar bear. They mm. might be cute. They might look sleek and smooth, but they're not. They can smell prey over 100 miles away. Drop of blood in on the snow, they're on you in minutes. They can take down a seal or even orcas if they come on the shore, and they can feast off that shit for weeks. Silent killers, those polar bears. Yeah, I think in the... In the four slot, that's a really good pick. I think on top of that, like, yeah, they look cute. But, like, if you've ever seen a polar bear that's just, like, I don't know, ripped into a fucking seal or something, it has blood all over its chest. It just looks badass as fuck. So, in the badass oh, yeah, category. Yeah, blood red on their white yeah. coat. Yeah. <laughs> oh, slob. You underestimated my skills. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm so my next pick. We're gonna go with a very popular Florida animal that you will find in a pond or a lake. A very very famous Florida alligator. Because if it comes from fucking Florida, it may kill you. And then you'll hear stories of Florida women crushed to death by an alligator. Or Florida women eaten to death by an alligator. Yeah. You know why? Because you fucked with an alligator. Yeah, that's definitely the, the classic Florida pick there. <laughs> I think um <laughs> does have the benefit of being aquatic, but also not, which is always cool. Right. And I mean, also just, uh, I don't know, I think there's some degree of this topic that's like, what do I not want to fuck with? And I feel like an alligator is up there pretty near the top. So good pick at four. If I were a small child or a poodle walking on a beach or a pond or a lake in Florida, I might find that intimidating, but I'm not. So for my next pick, I'm going with, just to round this out, land mammal, vicious killer, the Bengal tiger. Those things, they can leap forward uh, 50 feet. They can run at speeds of over 40 miles an hour. They're so deadly that uh, hunters in India have started wearing masks on the back of their heads to mimic human faces so they don't get snuck up on by tigers. Because tigers will hunt you like a velociraptor from Jurassic Park. Yeah, I like the speci specificity. That's a hard word to say. <laughs> we went with Bengal, Tyler, and Polar Bear instead of just Tiger and Bear, which I think... In my eyes, that, that gains, gains a point. So we did some research here. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm going to go... Shit, what am I going to go with? I'm going to go with a lion. Because if you watch Lion King... Actually, no, not Lion King. I take that pick back. Um, I'm going to go with a gorilla. It just literally watched King Kong. Or any fucking movie. And you see those things, and they're fucking huge. That is... Like, I am terrified of gorillas, because they would crush me. Actually, most animals would probably crush me, because I would be the first to die in a zombie apocalypse. But, anyways. Yeah, I'm picking gorilla. Yeah, I think, again, sticking to the, the, the size department in your picks, <laughs> all of them except for alligator are, are, are big bodies like that. I mean, the other thing about gorillas I think people don't realize, just because they look so big, is those motherfuckers can move. Like, if, you, if you're at a zoo during feeding time and you've seen people feed gorillas, like, they, they actually, you know, they can go... They go quicker than you probably realize. So, uh, yeah, like that, especially for the five pick. I think that's really good value. If you've seen any of the King Kong movies, you'd know he loses every single time. There's not a single version of King Kong movie where King Kong comes out on top. He's a loser. And if you're not right. the silverback, you're nothing. But you picked Polar Bear. Like, any, ain't no person going to look at a polar, like, ain't no person going to go up and look at a polar bear and be like, oh, it's gonna crush me to death. No, they're gonna think, "Oh, this is so cute. It's on my Coca-Cola bottle." I'm joking. You don't want to. You don't want to see them on the Arctic tundra. You don't want to see them there. What you guys won't want to see are both the picks for both teams. That was a terrible segue. That sounded cool in my head. That's okay. We're we're still we're still living <laughs> and learning. <laughs> Fair. Tyler's team. She picked hippo, rhino, elephant, alligator, and gorilla. Slob picked honey badger, eagle, octopus, polar bear, and Bengal tiger. So you guys know the drill by now, or I guess you don't because this is the first episode, but it's the same shit. Go vote on these polls. Only only one of these teams will survive for the next round to play the winner of Gorving and No Investment. So good luck to you both. For now, I'm just going to ask for you guys' last words before we jump cut to the next, uh, next, next segment.
Anything else you want to leave the thread with, Slob? I uh, appreciate uh, Katie and your time. Uh, you tried. That was cute. I uh, appreciate your efforts. <laughs> Katie, do you have any last words? Uh, I appreciate you inviting me on here. And I'm sorry you all were subjected to my unhingedness because I am unhinged. And Slob, you are a gracious opponent that you will be so mercifully defeated. I didn't mean to be. I was trying to talk trash the whole time. <laughs> can't talk trash! <laughs> Good luck to you both. Here's more Draftermath. Welcome back to more Draftermath. Before we get started with this episode, I want to issue uh, a public apology. When you guys just listened to uh, the, the match between Slob and Katie, I mentioned that I was drinking this Sunny D vodka seltzer and I didn't think it was good. I'm now on my second can, and this 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 shit actually hits. Uh, so <laughs> definitely, definitely buy this shit. And also, like, like just so our, our corporate sponsors at Sunny D don't, don't get pissed <laughs> off at me, honestly. <laughs> anyway, we're back with more Drafter Bath. That was a complete aside. We have um, Moon today, and we have Pierce Bro today. I believe they were on, get, on seasons uh, three and four of the podcast. Uh, both of them are in the, the West Coast division. I believe they're called the Pac-12. The winner will get to play the winner of PZ and Manable. So uh, let me let me start with Moon. Moon, can you give us uh, your username and a fun fact about yourself? Uh, my username is The Moon is Lonely. And a fun fact about myself is that I didn't actually come up with the fun facts for this. And I usually never do have one, except for one that I repeated last time when I was on this thing. Yeah, it's definitely more difficult now that you have to think of a second fun fact about yourself. <laughs> Yeah, it's usually like you, you just come up. I just have the one and I just talk to everyone. <laughs> no, no one asks me what my fun facts are. My name is Mother. My username is Motherfucking Mattis. My fun fact uh, when I was in, uh, yeah, when I was in high school, I went on a date with every single Mormon girl on in my grade, which I was really proud of, which was also weird because I was such an awkward fuck back then and definitely not making a podcast and making it like, <laughs> I don't know how I pulled that off. I, by the end of it, it definitely was like, I'm, I'm just trying to ask every girl out, which was probably not a good mindset, but. <laughs> I got it, so I can say that forever. That's my fun fact. In that time I was speaking, Moon, did you have anything? Nah, dude, this is comp- I completely expected that out of you, man. Yeah, yeah, young young Mattis was was pulling. How what was what's the, how many Mormon girls were at your high school? Well, okay, that's a good. Th- it was a big high school, but I mean, if you think the Mormon percentage, like it wasn't ridiculous. It was maybe like nine or ten ish. We get it. You go on dates. Yeah, that was pretty much my peak. <laughs> Ask me how many second dates I went on with any of them. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to Pierce. Pierce, do you have uh, your username and a fun fact about yourself? Yeah, my username is Pierce Bro, and I also did not think of a fun fact. And you know, my go-to in college was that I grew up in California because I was in college in New York. But now it's just like nobody cares because <laughs> I live in California. So which part? Uh, which part of California? Yeah, Bay Area. Which part of the Bay Area? Uh, <laughs> what is your exact address? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I'm I'm in like San Francisco, Daly City area. Oh shit! I'm in the South Bay. Oh shit! North yeah, Bay versus Sunny- South Bay. <laughs> yeah, San Jose, Sunnyvale, Santa Clara. Nice, nice. I want to bring up something that people may not have realized about the bracket and the divisions and everything is that they are based off of geographic location, which I thought was just kind of cool that it actually lined up that I was able to do that in a sense that was actually made sense. And it gets a it's North Bay South Bay matchup here. And Saints Bucks. And Saints Bucks. Grudge match. Too. Yep. Jeez. 
Fun fact for me, on along those same lines, literally right before y'all guys started recording, I put a frozen pizza in the oven. So at some point, I, I'm hoping that my mic picks it up. I hope you guys hear my oven going off. I think that would be <laughs> funny. So at some point, just get ready for that. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's, get, let's get into this. Our draft topic today is compliments. Uh, let me just quickly go into how we picked the draft topics because I feel like this is a good example of it. We All these draft topics, I wrote a few of them. But a lot of these were suggestions from the contestants in the draft or math that they they put into a Google form that then everyone picked like on that Google form, selected all the ones they were interested in doing. If they matched up, then they would do that one. And I this was one of the ones I wrote. I wrote compliments and I was so hyped for it. And it was like by far the least popular answer. But you guys both picked it. So I was like, well, that's what you guys are doing today. <laughs> so this is this is the compliments draft. Uh I'm gonna flip a coin to see who goes first. Uh, Moon, being a being a Saints fan, I feel like you're you're gonna be our, our coin flip guy today. All right, <laughs> calling heads. We have heads. Let's mm. go, baby. I feel like it's been tails for most of these recordings I've done, so that's 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 rare. Cool. Moon, you can pick any any compliment you want at number one. All right, for my first pick, I'm gonna go with the classic, but it's always been a good one. You have nice eyes. Mm. yeah like i think it goes to kind of beyond like you know like like when you're complimenting something specific about a person versus like you look uh cute or pretty or whatever like and then it's like oh dude that that, that those ones stay with you longer and i i don't know it doesn't come out of pictures really well but i have very blue eyes so not to be like i get that one all the time it's <laughs> like, definitely one that, that that does that stays with me so i good pick at number one yeah because i you know it's really it's a pretty like easy and like a company that comes to you really quickly, but it it does have its effect, and a lot of people love being told that. So that's why I went with it for my number one pick. It's a great pick. Cool. Yeah, good pick. Pierce, you can have anything you want aside from you have nice eyes for your first round pick. Alrighty. When we were when I was you know in the war room prepping for this, at first I was like, oh, compliments will be fun, and then I was like trying to think of compliments <laughs> that go beyond you know. <laughs> You're pretty, or you have nice eyes, and I was just like, "What do you, what do you even say?" Uh, but yeah, we'll see. You know, I did a lot of spend a lot of time on the ground uh, doing research, sent the scouts out to see what's going on. So, uh, my first pick is going to be, um, you have a nice smile. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, that's. It was I had eyes and smile one and two and I I wasn't sure what to go with and Moon made the choice for me so <laughs> yeah I feel like it's same, a similar same similar time thing. Yeah. I feel like like smiles even goes a step deeper into like you look Ooh. good when you're you're happy like it, it involves the emotion in it so I I love that pick nice that's nice. a good one <laughs> thank you <laughs> Moon you're up uh, with your number two. With my second pick, I select I love talking to you. Mm. Oh, wow. I Personally, I love being told that because it means I'm fun and engaging. It means we're gelling pretty well. So it's, it's one of my personal favorites, and that's why I think, like, you know, this could be a good second pick. And I'm sure plenty of people would love being told that as well. Yeah. So my scouts just told me that this is number two. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, definitely a little bit deeper than I, I kind of feel like I like the compliments that are more about, you know, personality and things than physical and like getting deep into to me, <laughs> who I am as a person. Again, not to be like, I'm just the hottest guy ever because I'm not, but I don't have as many physical securities as like emotional insecurities as like, do people even want to be around me? So it's definitely that reassurance. Like, yeah, wor words of affirmation, love language type of guy. Like that's, that's exactly what I want to hear. I, that's a, that's a star in the second round one. Yeah, that's a, another great pick. Moon's killing it. That's not my that's not my pick, by the way. <laughs> Moon's killing it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll save that save that for the fifth round. Yeah, sweet. Uh, what um, is your pick at number two? My pick is gonna be. You really know how to make me laugh. Ooh. Ooh. Man, you guys are you guys are trading shots at half court here. <laughs> it's going back and forth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, just that who I am as a person, right? And like, I kind of feel like, in a sense, laughter itself just is a compliment because it's like I think that what you said was funny, and like I'm going to react with that. You know, obviously, like you're not thinking about that; it's all like like subconscious. But like, yeah, I mean, especially I I do comedy. You guys know what I ended the the fucking free talk, but I fucking love hearing that. So that's that's a great thing. <laughs> Just all the compliments that Mattis wants to hear. Yeah, you guys are playing to me right now. I'm not the voter, guys. So you're going to play to the rest of the, rest of the audience. <laughs> cool. Moon, you have uh, your third run pickup? Timby, I'm so proud of you. Mm. A lot of people, like me, haven't really heard it that much growing up. <laughs> but <laughs> So every time, you know, when I do something cool, someone tells me they're proud of me, it, it feels good, you know? It just feels good you're doing yeah. something that is worth being proud of. And other people recognize that and have your efforts and all the hard work you put in be recognized and seen in the positive light. Yeah. I, I think a step deeper, like that's one that I I personally, I don't know about everyone else, like thinks to say. Like it's not one of those natural like go-to compliments that are kind of empty. So like you actually put thought into saying I'm so proud of you, which I, I like. That's a good aspect to it. Yeah, that's definitely one you don't hear regularly but when you do it hit hits yeah cool you are up with your number three now pierce gotta dig deep on the board i'm gonna say you are so well spoken nobody likes public speaking nobody likes you know getting up in front of people or anything like that or even just like you know if you're chatting with people at the bar or whatever and someone drops that on you it always feels good yeah i don't i don't know if anyone's not insecure about that to some degree <laughs> uh because i feel like you have the people that that you know go quiet and are, are scared in that regard and then there's the people that do talk that think that they're annoying so like everyone like that's gonna hit everyone so definitely get some points for that there moon you are up with your number four you make my life so much better mm. Ooh. I I also like being told that. I'm sure it feels good to know to be told that like you're at, you're 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 contributing positively to someone's life, and just being around them is making their life better and yours better too. And it just you know, and depending on the context of this relationship, it means that like you know the time you spend with them or the effort you put in is paying off, and you're making their life better and brighter. Yeah. I don't know why I wasn't thinking it would go this route when I when I when I picked comments as a topic. It's just getting very very wholesome, which is great because that is something that just anyone wants to hear. And it really 
in a sense is kind of encapsulates a lot of um, the other compliments too. And like, like, yeah, like you make me laugh, but like, you know, you make my life better. Like that's a component of that. So good, good kind of well-rounded pick there. Yeah, I think I have a, my next one is going to be similarly worded. I was going to say you bring out the best in me, which I think that's similar. I think it's too, too close. Ref's call. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I think it might be okay because one is for the other person, one's for you. Mm. That's kind of what I'm kind of along the lines of. I'm kind of leaning towards letting it play. All right. Moon, you bring out the best in me. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Anytime. (laughs) You bring out the best of me in the four slot. And yeah, that's that's also a very good one. I feel like... Well, all of these, because I mean, their compliments are just so reassuring. So that's always just good to hear. Moon, you have one more, one more pick for the rest of your life, which isn't <laughs> true because you could, you could make it to the next round. You have one more pick in this draft. <laughs> so you know, you ever seen those memes of like fight reacts? And yeah. then he's like, "Look at, look at Curry, so inspirational." Oh yeah. So I am going to say you are so inspirational <laughs> because, first of all, I think of that every time I I, I see those words. Also, it. It just like feels good to you know either tell someone that how much you inspired how much they've inspired you to do things and you know better themselves or do whatever they can to match your your level of um effort i'm like 90 percent sure like in the past couple weeks that moon dropped uh, you're so inspirational in my my instagram comments (laughs) i did do that i actually did do that (laughs) so inspirational (laughs) i did do (laughs) tied it all together with that last pick Just practicing what he preaches. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's perfect. Great. Yeah, this is this is one that Moon actually goes to then, so it's it's got the usage. Pierce, you have uh, you have one last pick. Oh man, this is a tough one. Got a couple options. Uh, I think I gotta go with. I always look forward to spending time with you. Oh. Um. Every single pick, we're just going who after. Just, <laughs> just hitting. Yeah. I mean, again, I, I, I keep talking about me just because that's the only way that I can relate to these compliments and just the times that I've gotten them. But that's definitely like, it, it's just such a small thing. When I've been in like, like relationships that, uh, like, especially the early phases where you don't see them as much and they're like, yeah, I'm looking. But like beyond just the empty, like, oh yeah, I'm so excited. But like truly, like I look forward to spending time with you. Mm-hmm. That's like one of the ultimate compliments for me. That's that's a that's a great one. Yeah, it's you know it's it covers all the the ranges, the romantic, and even like you know if you have a good friend or whatever, and they drop that on you, you're just like, damn, I really appreciate that. Yeah, makes you feel valued. I think is what it's, it's one of those value compliments, which is great. Yeah. Cool. Uh, reading off the draft board, Pierce went with "You have a nice spot, nice smile." You really know how to make me laugh. You are so well-spoken. You bring out the best in me, and I always look forward to spending time with you. Moon went with, you have nice eyes. I love talking to you. I'm so proud of you. You make my life so much better, and you are so inspirational. So that is the draft board today. Uh, You guys know the drill by now, but just find where you found this podcast. There'll be a link to... um, like a, a Google form sheet where you can vote on the, the winners of every single round. The winner of this will play the winner of PZ and Manimal. Thank you guys all for listening. Uh, first, uh, last words for both of y'all. Moon, you have any last words? Vote for Moon.
<laughs> Sweet. Piers, any, any last words from you? Uh, my last words will be my the my UDFA pick was Moon, you're a worthy opponent. Damn, Guys, coming, ba- coming back with a Kurt Warner, dude. <laughs> That's so perfect because my pizza alarm just went off right now that I mentioned earlier <laughs> as Pierce was speaking with his last words. Oh, I just came up with a good one. Oh, go oh, for it. Man. You are the moon. You are the moon of my eye. Oh, what would have made sense with the theme? <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh man. And with that, thank you guys for listening. We will see you. I think this is the last episode. We will see you guys next week. Don't